Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, Wes Hoffman here once again. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is another episode of Conscious Commute, and uh, I'm doing this one a little bit differently. I am actually home already. My phone was on one percent battery when I left work today, so uh, I decided to just do this at home. But um, this is a good one because I'm kind of reflecting on. Um, like this new job and everything. And this is actually really, that's kind of what these conscious commutes are about are what I'm thinking about, um, when I'm driving home or like after, at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day, um, I have some of my best thoughts and do some of my best thinking at the beginning of the day. So, um, what I was really thinking about today, and this is, uh, you know, we've kind of had almost a four day weekend because, uh, I worked from home on Friday, and then we had Monday off for Martin Luther King Day, and um, it's been really interesting because we uh, we do the at, at Purina they they do these we have these weekly meetings where we talk about our stats and our metrics and what's going on and um, how we're operating and everything like that. And we do this thing two things that I love. We talk about growth mindset and how we can grow and, um, you know, how we're using a growth mindset in our everyday activities. And I love that because if you know, you know me, you know, that's what I'm into. If you listen to one minute of this podcast, you know that I'm all about like personal growth, um, emotional, mental, physical, whatever kind of growth. I'm just about like advancing and being positive and progressing I don't believe that we're just like meant to kind of like just be here. You know, I think we're, we're meant to do more than just survive. Um, so growth mindset, I think is great in like every area and you'll find that like, or I find that the people who don't want to grow don't last very long. You know, they don't, we need people like that, um, to that, that just want to stay in the same job and that enjoy doing the same thing, but you can still grow if you're doing the same thing all the time and doing the same job. But I was always under the impression, like, why would you not want to grow? Why would you not want to, I could, I I guess it's just in my DNA. I can't understand why a person would not want to grow and become, um, more grow into themselves, become more of themselves, um, grow into a better version of yourself. So I love that. And then, um, we also do this little thing called the mindful minute, uh, where we just kind of talk about um, mindfulness and how how people are being mindful throughout the day, and I thought that was just so cool. And we did it. At, uh, it's usually like a ten a.m. meeting, so it's pretty early in the day, um, and it really left me feeling uplifted today. Um, a lot of people just shared thoughts on what kind of legacy do you want to leave, and um, I'm going through a coaching group right now uh, with Mike Kitko. Uh, if you go to MikeKitco.com, he did not sponsor this podcast or anything like that <laughs> um, <laughs> at all. <laughs> I uh, I just love that guy and um, want to promote the things that he's doing. But I'm a part of this group. It's uh, It was called Sacred Stewardship. Now it's called Awakened Alpha Male. And I think it's just really cool. It's like about being the new, the new kind of alpha male, not this macho-wacho like... Um, you know, lead by fear and intimidation. It's more of about, um, 
how can you use kindness and gentleness and um, leadership to be a leader and instead of like trying to just <laughs> manipulate people through fear and um, guilt and shame and all that. So anyways, um, he was talking about in this co- coaching group that I'm in about what do you, what would your obituary, one of the, one of the exercises is write your own obituary. What do you want to be remembered for? And that's really hit me. That's really, really hit me because, um, I think like, what, what do I want? What do I want to be remembered for? I don't necessarily want to be remembered for things that I did. Oh, Wes did this podcast. Like, um, you know, he kept it going. He kept, was podcasting for six years or whatever, you know, I've been podcasting for almost six years now and it's like five and a half, whatever. And he kept it going forever. And we're really proud of that. Like, what did I talk about though? You know, and how did I leave people with what type of, um, legacy do you leave to people? Like by what you say, it's not just like, and, and by how you acted, you know, not just something that you did. And that was something that was really kind of, um, bothering me or kind of like eating away at me with, um, some of my treehouse stuff was I felt like people thought they knew me, but they didn't, you know, they knew something that I did treehouse. They don't really know who I am. And it's like, people will think that they know you based off of something that you did. And that's just not true, you know, good or bad, just because I, you know, set up these networking events like six years ago and a bunch of people came to him and that spawned into like me then being self-employed doesn't mean that you know who I am based off of those things that I did. I could still be a complete asshole, you know, I could be a complete jerk and you wouldn't have no idea, you know, um, or it could be the other way around. Somebody could do something really assholeish and you could be, and you judge them based off of that thing that they did. And that's maybe not necessarily who they are. Maybe they made a mistake. And so it goes both ways. It's like, I feel like I had all these people that knew things that I did or things that I do, but they didn't, they don't know who I am. And I still feel that way. And, um, this podcast is probably the most real way to get to know who I am now, this podcast now, these last five episodes that I have up, if you're listening to this, this is what me and my friends talk about. This is what, this is like who I am. This is me because I have nothing to hide and I I really don't have anything to lose right now. (laughs) I don't have anything to lose by putting out who I am. Um, and that's what people will remember you by. That's how I want people to remember me by that. I was kind, that I was loving, that I was gentle, that I cared and that I listened and that, um, I tried and I tried to help and I was helpful and I was happy and positive and friendly and nice. And what all those things boil down to is being kind, being courteous, um, being real with people. What do you want to be remembered by? What do you want your obituary to say? It does, I like, you know, it could say founder of McDonald's and like people, okay, that's great. But like, what kind of person were you? Like what, you know, what, uh, 
how did you treat people? How are people going to remember you? And, um, you know, as, as people see pictures of me, you know, someday after I'm gone, um, I want them to see that picture and I want it to them to have pleasant memories of me. You know, I don't want, and I want them to maybe feel like, Hey, this person encouraged me through his own example to do, to follow my passion and to follow my dreams because he followed his and I'm just, I'm not, I don't have super big, crazy dreams. I just like want to live a happy life. (laughs) Now I think that's my only dream is just like live a happy, fulfilling life um, filled with family and friends and love and music and um, yeah, you know, wealth and wealth is not money. Wealth is just like, you know, everything that you have in your life is wealth. And that's like your relate. That's not just material. That's, that's your relationships. Um, that's your house. That's your pets, your job, your friendships, your kids, your mom and dad, your, um, your aunts and uncles, like that's, that is wealth. Like the the money, money is just money. Money is a means to get wealth. And then you can have, you can have material wealth if you want. You can have multiple houses. You can have multiple cars, boats, um, residencies. You can have anything you, anything that you want, but is that really going to make you happy? Like, you know, and, and for some people that might say, yeah, it makes me really, really happy. I, I actually think it would be really cool to have, um, like an apartment in Kansas city and just like go there every couple weekends and like hang out, <laughs> hang out in Kansas city, live in Kansas city, like part-time. I just think that would be kind of cool. Or like, um, anywhere else that you want to live. Like, I, I think that would be cool. I'm not necessarily, it's not like high up on my priority list. I'm not necessarily like taking steps to try to do that right now. But what I will say is like wealth is food that you have and the means to get food when you need it. Like we're all, if you're listening to this podcast, you have a cell phone or a computer. So that's part of your wealth. You know, like we got to start thinking about in terms of, of that instead of, Oh, well, I have money. Well, money is not necessarily like the thing that you need to accumulate to have wealth. Like, you know, um, I think it's really cool that I have a music studio um, and a studio to create and go there and do awesome shit. And like, do I, um, I pay to rent this studio, but the studio is the wealth, not the money. Like the studio is the, is, is the wealth is the part. Oh, wow. That's really cool. I have this place that I go to multiple times a week and create with my friends and like work on songs and podcasts and we can make videos and play video games and, um, have a space where we can be real with each other and be vulnerable. And I think that is like, that is wealth. That is that is something that like money can't buy. You can buy the studio, but you can't buy what I just said, a space to create with your friends and be real. And you know what I mean? Like you can create that and you might need money to create that, but you might even have money and, and buy the space that's bigger and better than mine, but you don't have the create, you don't, you might not have the relationships and the people and the inspiration. And like, that's what I really feel like 
I'm getting at with this wealth conversation is that it's not about the number in that bank account. That's all just like fake. It's all just like static. You know what I mean? It's all just um, nothing. It's all just this weird number. And like people will say if like money makes the world go round and all that. And like, yeah, it, it gets you, you know, if you have money, you can get people to do things and you can hire people to do things for you. But even hiring somebody to cut your grass is wealth because you're saying, Hey, I have, I have money and I like my time is valuable and I have somebody that comes and cuts the grass. It's not about, Oh, I can afford to pay this person. It's about that is wealth. That is like, it, it, I think the idea of, of the traditional idea of wealth of like just sitting on a pile of money, like that doesn't do you or anybody else any good. May, maybe your kids, but like, you know, so let's say you die and you leave your kids a million dollars. Like, does that make them happy? No, I think they'd rather have you back. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I think that's great to, to save and to leave some behind for the people that you love. And like, you know, I, I, I would appreciate that too. If someone did that for me, but like their your kids are going to care more about what type of person you were while you were here rather than like whatever they, you leave them after you die. And, and like, um, you know, it's, that's, that's a really interesting thing to me. So, um, I, I, I've been getting off on a little tangent here and I want to, I want to backtrack a little bit. So, uh, I was talking about, um, writing an obituary, leaving a legacy, all that kind of stuff. What kind of person do you want to be remembered by? Um, and so that was something really cool that happened today. Um, and, uh, as I was on the phone, you know, I had a pretty fairly busy afternoon for sure. Um, had a lot of interviews on the phone to do with people and, um, had a lot of calls to make and stuff. So, um, as I was walking out of there though, I remember feeling like, um, this was just today too. Um, (laughs) can tell you the exact point when I was thinking this, like, uh, there's a bridge that goes across, uh, um, like the street in Purina, we have a few of these like bridges and tunnels that like go under the street or like just underground so that you don't have to walk outside in the cold or in the rain, um, or snow or whatever. And, uh, bridges. So you don't have to go outside the building and walk across the street. It's like, it's actually really convenient, but it's really weird. Like you can be in the building, you can be in the Purina campus all day and go to multiple different buildings that are like, blocks apart from each other almost and like uh never ever leave the building never ever go outside it's really kind of it's kind of strange when you think about it but it's actually really cool and I was as I was walking across this bridge I looked out into like um the Mississippi River which is like right across um from like where the office is and I thought like I feel like I'm doing doing meaningful purposeful work And, um, I haven't felt like that in a while. I felt like what I was doing with Treehouse and for my own work and being self-employed, I was just doing a job. It had just become a job. It had just become a means to an end. It had become how I make my living and it wasn't fun anymore. And it didn't, it felt like work. It didn't feel like I, I, it didn't feel like I was willingly doing these projects, I was just accepting them and doing them because I felt like I had to. And, um, uh, 
now as I'm, you know, back and and working a job, I I originally thought I'll ne- like I'll never be able to work for a company. I'll never feel like I'm doing meaningful work if I'm working for a company. And I and I have felt like that in the past. Like there's been multiple companies where I felt like I was doing meaningful work and I was getting traction and like I was making things happen and the things that I was doing were re- were getting results. And that's how I that is how I feel now and that's how I felt with my own company in the past because I can see the direct result like going into my bank account even though that number doesn't matter (laughs) but I feel like I'm doing purposeful work for a company now and that is different to me and and you know I feel like I'm needed I feel like I'm I'm needed there and that they're glad that I'm there and I'm glad that I'm there and if there was no if I wasn't there yeah, would somebody else pick up the work? Yeah, but that doesn't make it any any less meaningful. It's it has purpose behind it, and I feel like I can walk in, and um, even though right now, um, you know, I'm still pretty new. My job is to mainly do phone interviews, and I like I like that. I actually really enjoy that. But like, I worked in call centers since like. 2002. I've so I've been on the phone like I've been on on I've been on a phone more often than I would like to admit in my lifetime. But like um <laughs> there were there were days where I made 60 calls a day for several years. Um and you just go in and you smile and dial and you make those calls and you you burn through them and you you do a good job. And like so uh anyways, uh I feel like I'm getting results. I feel like what I'm doing has purpose and we're making it happen. We're making things happen. And that is really cool to me. And, and as long as I can kind of keep that feeling and that spirit of alive, I'll be really happy and I'll, I'll keep going to work with a smile on my face. Like I, every once in a while, I feel this weird feeling will come over to me where I'll, where it'll be the old, the old West, like the old attitude that I used to have with my jobs of like, oh, you get to a job, it's 8.30, it's 9 o'clock, and you're like, Ugh, I've got to be here until 5, oh my God. It's like, it's resistance is what it is, resisting being there. Oh, I wish, look at all these people driving around, what are they doing? I wish I was them instead of stuck in here. And when you stop and you say, I'm thankful to be here, this is like, uh, this is where I want to be right now. And I'm, and I'm glad that I'm here. And I feel like when you stop and you, you say that and you, you, you realize that, hey, I'm making a choice to be here. I can make the choice to not be here. I can just like go get a different job, you know, and people make that choice. I've made that choice. It, it, the process of getting a new job might take a little bit of time, but you can make that choice and make that decision. But until you do, make the intentional decision to be there and be present and do a good job. And you'll be thankful that you did because you might even see your perspective begin to change and be like, Oh, you know what? I don't think I actually like want to go look for a job now. I think I want to stay here because I like it. So that's my two cents. That's how I'm feeling right now. I'm really liking it. Um, I'm really enjoying it. And, um, and then in my, off time when I'm not there, I do, I spend my time doing the thing. I do not waste time. I'm, I'm really, really being intentional about not wasting time, not being on 
scrolling on Instagram. Yeah, I'm guilty of it. Everybody, everybody is. I scroll on Instagram. I look at people's stories and I see what Disney character they got and all this. And like, it's silly. It's silly and it's insignificant. It's, it's fun to, to connect with people like that, but my life is no more enriched because of it. And, and it's really no more like, I would say for the most part, it can be more of a detriment than it is helpful. So um, I'm really trying not to waste time right now uh, because I know that I'm, um, that, you know, my time is, my time is valuable. My time is valuable to me. And, and another thing that really helps is that I know, uh, and this is part of it. I am getting paid. I'm getting paid for every hour that I'm there. And that is, um, something that feels good. It feels there, there's a sense of security and safety and stability with that. And, and Corey and I, uh, Corey Smale and I talk about that on this podcast coming up. Like you're no longer in survival mode. <laughs> you're no longer in this mode of, oh, I better hurry up and do this thing and hustle hard because, you know, the rent's due next month and I've got two weeks to figure out how I'm going to get that check to pay for it. You don't have to do that anymore. So it takes the the pressure off. And I was just like weighed down by that pressure so much, so much. So um, of constantly trying to make it happen and, and constantly trying to figure out how my mind was just a mess from trying to figure that out all the time. And I, and I was, <laughs> lo and behold, I was making it happen. Like, you know, the bank accounts were staying up, like the things, things were, were going okay, but it was like just the pressure of trying to make that happen all the time. And I think, um, what I, what I was doing was a scalable, idea. I don't think it was like a bad idea. I just got very exhausted trying to keep it going. So that's pretty much it. Uh, that's all I've got for you is uh, two things. Growth mindset, mindful minutes, and doing purposeful work is how I feel right now. And um, you know what I want to leave with you guys with finally in the, another part of this podcast is what do you want your legacy to be? So thank you guys so much. I'll see you next week after I return from the great state of Colorado. Much love.